0: Hello. Welcome back to Celebrate Cultivate. This week, it is Mother's Day, and we are going to talk about Mother's Day and motherhood, a lot about my personal journey and experience in motherhood, and a bit about my thoughts around being a daughter and having a daughter So if this is a topic that does not feel good and aligned for you to hear about, for you to listen to right now or any other time, I just want to invite you to listen to your intuition and skip this episode if it doesn't feel like a good topic for you. Know that that is totally okay. There is nothing at all wrong with you if hearing about Mother's Day and motherhood is like not your thing right now for whatever reason. The reason is probably really good, right? Like if that's not what you want to hear, there's good and valid reasons for that. So I just want to start the episode with that bit of warning and caution and encouragement to trust yourself, listen to yourself, take care of yourself this week, in particular, if the topic of motherhood is a sensitive and sore or touchy topic. It certainly has been for me through the years, and Mother's Day is just, it can be really hard for a million different reasons, and it can also be really great and beautiful and wonderful. And I have the tendency, I have the desire to really focus on the good and focus on what feels easy and aligned and supportive and encouraging. And that isn't because I want to shy away from what hurts. But it's because if I have the choice between feeling good and feeling bad, I really would prefer to feel good. But the path to getting there sometimes really can involve feeling bad, right? The path to good can sometimes (laughs) involve hurt and healing. And, you know, this is a very random and not at all uh equitable i don't know if this, that's the right word but it's not this is i'm about to share an analogy that is like really shallow <laughs> okay but i burned my neck with my curling iron a while ago <laughs> and it hurt so bad when it happened and then the hurt kind of went away and then as it's been healing it still really hurts and there's a scab on it and i can't see it it's, it's not in a place that's like visible to me <laughs> So it really only hurts when I bump into it or, you know, if I think about it or if I move my head a certain way, then I'm like, oh, aware of it. And our hurts and our healing can be like that sometimes if it's not like up in your face, you can forget about it or it can kind of like go to the side. And then something like Mother's Day comes along and you realize, oh my goodness, I have stuff there that is an open wound or is got some scar tissue or is healing. So I think it's really important to acknowledge that and to... Do what you can to listen to yourself, to listen to your needs, to trust yourself and your intuition when it comes to a day like Mother's Day and a a season of life where you may be wanting to get pregnant, you may be pregnant and happy, pregnant and miserable, pregnant somewhere in between, you may have your own children and experiencing motherhood And Mother's Day from that standpoint, but also you may be a daughter and you may have your own feelings and experiences around Mother's Day and motherhood because of that. So we're going to talk about a little bit of that in a little bit, but I also just wanted to say that Magical May has started, it has begun, and I could not be more delighted by the group of people, of women who are in Magical May this year, 2022. It's our fourth year having Magical May, and it's grown and shifted and changed every year, but I feel really, really good about the current format, and I just am so delighted for this month of magic to unfold. There are 12 people in the group, and most of them are the Season Sessions members. I think almost all the Season Sessions members signed up. And we also have a a good mix of new folks who have either done Magical May before or it's their first time. Like, it's just a really, really um, energetic, amazing, inspiring group, and... I'm just so, so thankful to those of you who have signed up, who are in it. And if it wasn't the right fit for you this year, no worries at all. There is more goodness and magic coming out later this year. I am not going to be hosting Summer in Flow this year, but the doors to the season sessions, the membership will be open this summer. And then looking ahead into the fall, there is going to be a new experience called Autumn Abundance. And of course, at any point, you can sign up for my free guide to strengthening your intuition in 21 days. I'll include the link to the show notes in that. And you can also join Magnetize anytime you want. And Magnetize is my four-week course to help you manifest in alignment with your intuition. So there's a lot of options, a lot of things available. And maybe being that it's Mother's Day this week, if someone is asking you what you want, you could get magnetized and it would be a really amazing time to step into that space of manifesting in alignment with your intuition and supporting yourself on this journey of life and tuning into what you want and knowing your desires are good and they are meant for you. So I just wanted to share a little bit about that. What's going on? There's a lot going on for me personally right now. (laughs) It's like a uh, season of lots of schedules and just um a lot of really wonderful things my daughter's birthday is coming up her birthday's may 11th so it will always be around Mother's day when we came home from the hospital after she was born we came home on Sunday of mother's day which was really cool and um, we also have a lot of family coming in town and my best friends coming in town so the month of may is like packed. And so if you're feeling that way, if you've got some of that stuff going on too, the thing I want to invite you to explore is just taking moments for yourself to connect and get still and breathe. Maybe that means scrolling your phone. Maybe that means putting your phone down and picking up a fiction book. Maybe that means going to bed early. Sometimes we avoid sleep because we're like, I need my own time. I need to unwind. I know I tell myself that, but, you know, your spirit (laughs) rests at night. Your body rests at night. And so the nights and sleep can be your time if it's available to you. Just an invitation coming from somebody who really has valued sleep in this third baby's life and not always having it available. I'm really trying to encourage myself towards rest, and I'd like to do the same for you. So let's get into this topic of Mother's Day a little bit more. I just want to share a few thoughts on Mother's Day and my motherhood journey as a child, I really wanted to be a mom. That's really all I wanted. I really looked up to my mom. I loved babies so much. As early as I can remember, I just loved babies in particular. And I loved kids. I babysat all growing up. I was like always the older kid in the neighborhood and was babysitting Pretty much since I was like ten. One of the first families I babysat for, there were four kids, twins, and then you know two other kids. And I was ten and babysitting for them. My mom was always home because they lived across the street, so I would go over. But in case of emergency, she was there, ready to to help out. And I taught swim lessons growing up. So I was always working with kids. And I got my degree in elementary education because I thought I just wanted to keep working with kids. That's all I had ever done. And then I got in the classroom and I started working with kids in my degree program, my junior year of college, and realized that was not for me. And so I got a corporate job. I went into sales, you know, that whole thing. And when my husband and I met, we were in our 20s. We've been together for a long time. And right out the gate, you know, I said I wanted to be a mom. I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. He was really into that, like, not like, Ooh, that's amazing. Just like, okay, cool. Yeah. That makes sense. And so I had this whole career and I was you know very into my career and into my work when I was working, but I always had in the back of my mind that once we got married and had kids that I wouldn't work. And I had this totally different vision of who I would be as a mom. And Adam and I were together for like six years before we got married And we, when we did get married, it was amazing and wonderful. And we had traveled a little bit and done, you know, kind of a lot. We had lived a lot of life and we were in our mid to late twenties by that point, late twenties by that point. And so I was like ready, you know, I wanted to have kids and he was too, it was, it was perfect timing. But the first time we got pregnant, it I had a miscarriage. And so my very first experience with motherhood was different than what I was expecting. And I had kind of been aware of the fact that like miscarriage is very common and that it could happen and I never had any reason in my like health history to to think that maybe we would have a hard time getting pregnant, but I had spent my whole you know young life really trying not to get pregnant, <laughs> so I was very conscious that you know it it may take a while for us to to like turn that truck the other direction and and have have a baby and so the miscarriage was was hard we had already told people in our family that we were pregnant and like thinking back on that time it feels so long ago but i just remember feeling so incredibly alone and like I had done something wrong, even though intellectually I knew that that wasn't the case. It was just a very confusing thing to navigate. And then, of course, there's this like long period of time where my body was still healing. My hormone levels did not go back down. So I was, my doctor wanted me to go in every week to get blood tests after the miscarriage to make sure that things were getting back on track. So there was like weeks into months of that, which was miserable. And not something that I've heard from a lot of my girlfriends or whatever as something that they went through. But, you know, we, we were able to get pregnant with our first born Owen relatively easily after that. And the pregnancy with Owen was... A huge project for me. (laughs) I really like dove into it. I just, I was so excited to be a mom and I, you know, long story, we're fast forwarding to today and I've got three little kids and the mother that I am now is so vastly different from anything I imagined and from anything that was modeled for me. And in a lot of ways, when I look back at my childhood, it wasn't the childhood that I would want for my kids. I love my parents. I respect my parents but I do not have a relationship with my mother. And it's not something that I talk about very much. And I honestly could sit here and like talk about all of my birth stories. (laughs) I could tell you like the ins and outs of motherhood with my three babies, but I do want to shift into my relationship with my mom because it's not something that um it's it feels very tender to talk about not having a relationship with my mother because it's a choice that I have made And it has been a long, long time now. My husband's never met my mom. My mom's never met my kids. We haven't talked on the phone or seen each other for over a decade. And it is my choice, but it is my choice because of things that have happened and the relationships that have existed and the conscious decision that I have made for safety for myself emotionally and for security and stability for myself. It's tricky. It's it's hard to talk about because I don't want to say anything harmful or disrespectful, but um, my relationship with my mom, we were very, very close a lot of my childhood. And as I became an adult and as I became my own person, I started to see patterns of behavior and things that happened in my home when I was a kid that I started to unravel and discover weren't f- the best for me. And it's been a lot. It's been a lot to be a, a parent. And to step into my 30s, I'm 37 now, I'm an age that I can remember my mom at when when I was a kid. And so, and I see her when I look at myself in the mirror and I, I sound a lot like her. My voice is very similar to her sometimes. So I'll say things and I can hear her. So this is a really tricky thing. And she's, she's alive and, and we send each other letters and, um, You know, we have we have a touch of a relationship. Um, You know, it's possible that she'll listen to this. And so that's also something that's like in the back of my mind as I'm talking. But I also want to acknowledge it. I also want to share a little bit because I know there are some of you listening who have a similar situation or would like to not have a relationship with your mother or wish that you could because your mom is sick or your mom is dying or your mom has passed away. Like there, or you don't know your mom. Like there are so many different scenarios and possibilities out there. And if you have an incredible relationship with your mom, I am so happy for you. (laughs) And honestly, that is like what I want to see and know about also, because that is what I hope for my daughter, You know, it's really tricky when you have relationships with important people in your life that you don't want to follow suit with in the future with your own family, with your own children. And look, it's nothing new, right? There are generations upon generations upon generations where family relationships are dysfunctional or unhealthy or unsafe or can you shift it? Can you be the change? <laughs> can you be cliche? And can you turn turn things around, you know, just ever so slightly? Because realistically, like thinking about it in my relationship with my daughter, I'm not hoping for like a complete 180 from my relationship with my mom. I'm mostly just hoping that I honor and respect and treat my children with kindness and love. And I know I'm going to do damage, right? Like I know I'm going to say things I that I didn't mean to hurt, but will hurt. And I know I might make choices that they won't understand in the moment. Like I know all of that's true. But one of the things that I think Think I'm making an effort to do differently is to really care for myself, to take care of myself, to trust and listen to my intuition. Of course, that's what I'm doing here and I'm sharing it with you because I think that's really, really important. And every generation, my hope is that we continue to get better, right? That we pave the path of healing and connection and love and respect that further generations of boys and girls and non-binary folk and all humans can can follow. And so mothers and people who aren't mothers, people in general on this week, in this day of motherhood and celebrating mothers, you know, we all came from a mother. (laughs) So whatever it is, you know, I think that taking time to connect with the lineage even if it isn't exactly as you pictured. I I spend time doing that. You know, it's not the ideal thing. It's not what I would have wanted, but it's what I have. And so how can I love and appreciate and respect what was because it brought me to where I am today. And so that's kind of what I do to approach Mother's Day. <laughs> I really, you know, I, we send out lots of Mother's Day cards usually, though if I am gonna do that this year, I gotta get on it. We have a lot of women in our family who are mothers. We have grandmas and step-grandmas and stepmothers and moms, and between my husband and I, there's like a lot of women in our families who we can love and appreciate. And I think that's amazing. I think that's magical. And I think that looking forward into the future, my hope is that Mother's Day becomes a little less sticky and a little less painful for for my kids. Hopefully it's a a great day of of calm celebration with low expectations. You know, as a mom, I would say that's one of the hardest parts about Mother's Day is it just seems like there's a lot of expectations and sometimes those fall on our shoulders still. So if you can go get a pedicure or do something small, go to therapy if if you can, you know, do something for yourself this week, today, this month that honors you That connects you to the qualities that you desire in yourself, that you appreciate in yourself, that you appreciate in your mom, that you appreciate in your children, you know, do, just do what you can to be gentle and take care. Because if we all took care of ourselves and if we all took care of our moms in the ways that we could, right? For me, it's not a traditional experience, but I do feel strongly about the choices I've made. And I have peace and love and respect for where I am and for where my mom is and the journeys that we, the separate journeys that we've had. And yeah, I think I'm going to just stop it there. I just want to invite you to take care. And to trust that what you're doing is okay and good and right for you, even if it isn't what you saw in a sitcom growing up, (laughs) even if it's like as dramatic as the Christmas movies that you've watched, even if it's better than you could have ever dreamed, because if it's that, you know, you might be feeling a certain way too. And it's all okay. It's all allowed. And I just want to wish you a happy Mother's Day. So thank you for being here, for listening. If anything today resonates, please reach out and let me know. I'd love to connect with you either on Instagram or email. I'll include all the links for getting in touch with me in the show notes for today's episode at Kayleenalise.com. And looking ahead, there is another free inner voice journaling session with Jess Lively's community, The Living Room, on Tuesday, May 17th at 2 p.m. Eastern time. You can sign up via the link on my website or via Instagram. There's a link in my bio. These are totally free to join. This may be the last one that I'm hosting. I'm not actually sure if we'll be moving forward into the summer season, But it's been a really great group of people coming each week. If you haven't been to any of them, come this time. It'd be wonderful to see you. We do a guided meditation and then some journaling with our intuition. And then at the end, there's space to share and ask questions and connect in community. So as we finish today, this is what I want you to know. This week of Mother's Day and every day in the future, you are doing so well. You are guided on the path to your desires. Stay curious, watch for magic, keep listening to your intuition, play with trusting the beautiful wisdom you receive. And when you act, let inspiration flow through you, even in the smallest ways. Thank you so much for listening. Visit KayleenElise.com for links and notes from today's episode connect with me on instagram i'm at kayleen elise please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life stay tuned for the next episode i'll talk to you then